Lucas, you want to hear a joke? Yes, please. What do you call a factory that makes okay products? An Oklahoma factory? A satisfactory. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Hello and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. Sam's got a soundboard for and those I, of you who don't know. And I messed my one time that it makes sense to do a laugh sound. I didn't do it after the joke. That's all right. Anyways, welcome. You're learning. To, I am learning. Welcome to the Faster Freedom Show where we talk real estate, life, business, have fun, be goofy. Um, Luke's and I have done a lot of really cool stuff together. I don't even know if we have an intro going out on these. I don't think we do so quickly. Uh, we own about $46 million in real estate. We've been able to buy without using any of our own money. Uh, we own a company that buys about 250 houses a year. And then we have an education brand that has just crossed the $2.5 million follower mark on social media with almost 1400 students that own over 200 million in real estate so there is our flex let's get on to this episode we're going to talk about can you actually get rich quick we're going to talk about some strategies some mindset things and talk about is getting rich quick even possible my answer is yes your answer is no okay we're going to disagree there then we're going to get a riddle me this uh where i'm going to stump lucas with three riddles we're talking about what's trending in the market got some strikes some um in the airline industry we got some uh, false advertising in the fast food industry and then motivation monday me and lucas are going to get you ready to run through a fucking wall today brick wall brick wall which i have to say lucas punched in college over a girl and it broke his hand and i motivated a lot of people yes very motivating and we cut that off with a saw the cast not his hand <laughs> hack saw hack saw um so we are in our studio we did a little traveling podcast for a while which was fun it was a lot of work to set up we're in our studio on a stupid couch that we are getting rid of um i got talked into buying a cheap couch you know what this makes me think of lucas um, Jerry Jones is famously quoted as saying he has never once regretted overspending on something like spend like the highest price or like buying something that was extra nice. Never regretted it once. He's only regretted when he's tried to go cheap on things. Um, and that's what I did on this couch. Sorry, Jera Jones. Have, do you have any regrets on uh, overspending for anything? Um, I don't think so. Really? Do you have something in mind that I did? No, I don't think so. We've done all right for ourselves, so it hasn't ever squeezed me. But if I did, then yeah, I think I'm good. All right. Cool. Awesome. All <laughs> right. So um, we are on a stupid couch that we are getting rid of. I wasted $1,300 on this Ikea couch because um, it came out of the company's money. That's a cheap freaking couch these days, man. I know. It's what did horrible. You well, Ke Keola said it was a nice couch and was comfortable. He puts them in his midterm rentals. I can see that. It, it's not bad. I don't like it. My I don't back, think it fits for this. My back hurts, and we wasted $1,300 of your money. You own 50% of the company, so you wasted $650. You know why? Because we're selling it to Jaden for half, but he's bringing me cash, and I'm taking it to Vegas. So and Tyler and Jaden spent like hours putting this thing together because it's IKEA. So it probably cost us two grand. Yeah. No, pay fifteen hundred bucks. Right. So, but we're not getting it back. I'm taking it to Vegas. So you have regrets on going cheap on this? Yeah. Yes. All right. So Lucas, can you actually get rich quick? I haven't. There's a speaking of this is a perfect one. There's a there's a um, chapter in my book about this. Yeah. So that's why I have some thoughts on it, and that's why I think you can. Yeah. What is what is quick in your eyes? That's where I am. So I think um, to just throw the ending at the beginning here, I think, Lucas, that you can create massive, massive wealth and get, quote unquote, rich in 
three to five years. And to me, that is quick. Mm-hmm. Like that's what like in the grand scheme of things, people are working for somebody else for 50 fucking years and paying this and IRAs and 401ks and making 7% on their money. And if you put seven, if you save two grand a month at 7% interest compounding mm-hmm. after 30 years, that's 1.5 million. That's not even enough to retire in 30 years. So anyways, people do all these other things. You can create generational wealth in less than five years. To me, that is quick. So I guess that's part of it is my opinion is you can get rich quick because five years or less is quick if, yeah. you get, if you're creating wealth. But like these schemes out there, they're like, you know, overnight or next week or next month or even this year. Do you agree that no, that's, yes, not, correct. Okay. that's not possible? We, no. uh, but yes, real, adi- real estate can expedite Very you getting rich tremendously fast. Yeah, there's the quick little stat we have. So um, this is a worldwide thing. This isn't just US-based stuff. So um, in London, apparently, um, there are a ton of those like quick, rich investment strategy things that are fraudulent, that aren't real, that say, get rich quick, give me your money, do this, buy Bitcoin, whatever it is. And uh, people um, have lost more than 890 million pounds. I don't know how much that is per dollars, but it's a lot. Regardless, um, in just the last year, young professionals trying to get rich quick because of social media and scams and frauds and things like that. Because everybody wants it now, so they're willing to pay money, even if they think it's a fraud, there's a chance that it's not even though it is, and I think that's that's a big issue. And most people that aren't rich think it's some like magical strategy or a stroke of luck that's gonna get you there. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're willing to pay for these things to try to get it quick, but um, I don't believe that is the case. Um, I don't think there's a magical strategy. I think you need to become an expert at something. Mm-hmm. And what does it take to be an expert, ballpark? 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. And if you become an expert at anything, anything in the world, you have the ability to get rich on that if you don't get distracted, stay consistent, stay focused, and keep just keep going hard and diving in. Yeah, I struggle with this. I don't. I struggle is maybe an aggressive of a word, but on social media, everybody is asking me, "What are the answers? Like, how do you do this? Where would you go there? How do you mm-hmm. start? You know, how do I get rich? How do I? How do I make profits, sir?" Is I get a lot yeah. of that from Africa. How do I make profits, sir? Is how I guess. Sir. Yeah, well, they're very formal. Yeah, but how do I make profits? Like you know, but yeah, just because yeah. of the the language barrier. But I like in general, profits. yes, I get. But I get asked that stuff all the time. And because they're expecting me to be able to tell them how to create wealth yeah. in an Instagram message, like you know what I mean? Like that's like here, here's two sentences on how to get wealth. Go take like that's there's not. And I try my best to give answers and to guide mm. them in directions. I said that's why we have this podcast. That's why we have YouTube. That's why we have social media. That's why we have a mentorship. That's why we have all that stuff. It is not something and and that can uh, happen overnight. And unfortunately, there are people out there with less morals that do try to sell you something or tell you they can happen overnight or try to get your money on that. And it, it's just not possible to happen that quickly. And it's definitely not fucking possible inside an Instagram messenger to learn the secrets of getting wealthy by getting one response from somebody. Especially starting from scratch. Yes. Like if you have a large chunk of money and to go make a return on that money quickly, you know, is, is a possibility. But if you're starting from scratch, uh, like we did, like a lot of people listening here are, there, there is no secret sauce. Um, there is no magical strategy that's going to get you rich. And I think we need to dive into that word rich too and what, what rich really means to you because there's a lot of different ways that, that we could look at rich. Uh, it could be, you know, equity in the portfolio or equity in a business or something, but maybe you don't have a lot of cash in your pocket. So uh, you could be cash poor, but equity rich, which happens a lot in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. You could be like just the opposite. You could have a, a strong monthly income of some sort, 
you know, making 50 grand a month, 100 grand a month, but have no true wealth somewhere, mm -hmm. right? So uh, to me, rich is the, the blend of both of those. You got cash, you got monthly income, and you got equity. <laughs> Woo! Was that, a, was that a banger? Yeah, it was a banger. So yeah. the, defining um, what is rich, I think, is key as well. Like I like to say this a lot with success. Um, everybody has a different level of success. It might be successful financially. It might be physically. It might be yeah. spir spiritually. However it is, everybody has a different barometer of success. So A, stop comparing your what you think successful is to what somebody else thinks yeah. successful is. And then something that I heard I don't even know. It's been a while ago, though, Lucas. I was reading it somewhere where they're like, for somebody to think that they're rich, just money, they yeah. just have to make more money than their parents. Huh. So, like, think you grew up a certain way, and if you make 40% more money than your dad made, you yeah. feel rich. But somebody else, dad made five million bucks a year, you make 200 grand a year, you don't feel rich. But if your dad made 100 grand a year, you make 150 grand a year, you feel rich. So, anyways, it's just an interesting way to think about it is basically how you're growing up and how you're raised is will set your barometer to yeah. what wealth or rich is. I yeah. think it's I think it's probably pretty accurate. I heard it somewhere like a legitimate source. I don't remember. But yeah, it sounds it makes sense. It makes sense. And I, it, you know, I've seen our barometer change as we go throughout our lives as well. Mm -hmm. I think um, there's a number that I thought was rich, whether it was like 100K a year, I was like, damn, if I could be making 100K a year, I'll be I'll be set for life. Mm -hmm. Right. And then 10K a month passive was another number I, I really focused on. And now it's, you know, a lot different than that. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a lot more fun. It's more more just like a game now, which is a cool place to be. We can make decisions based off of inspiration and not desperation. Uh, and I feel like eight years ago, nine years ago, we we had we had some some desperation in us, which I kind of fucking liked it at the time because mm -hmm. uh, it was like our backs against the wall. Like to me, it was like the only option. This is it. Mm -hmm. uh, and we went all in and got really good at something. And that's what has been able to get our wealth. Yeah, though, I agree. So let's now that we have that kind of framework out there, let's talk a little more tactically, if you don't mind, because I'm a tactical guy uh, about like making money. So, you know, the the Think and Grow Rich book I love, but I love that you can replace rich with anything mm -hmm. think and grow happy think and grow you know wealthy think and grow um you know spirit whatever it is it's, it's tactics to grow at something yeah that being said let's talk just about money so mm -hmm. that was kind of laying out there so million let's let's, let's use the million mark so making a yeah. million dollars a year that's very rich i think the i think to be the top one percent um in the u.s i think it's like 450 grand maybe that sounds about right um, and yep. i think in the world it's like 160 grand okay. so uh, but let's just say let's keep that million because it's an easy number and you need to make eighty-three thousand about dollars a month mm -hmm. to uh, hit a million so i think the math is like 27 2800 a day so you can just back into that you can sell in a year sell or make um you know a product that is you know Ten thousand bucks, you got to mm -hmm. sell it a thousand times, yeah. right? Or you can a hundred dollar product, you got to sell ten thousand times. Is yep. that right? I think so. Or you know, one dollar product a million times. So there's just those different ways to break it down. And I think the reason I'm saying all that is I think that is the best way to look at it. Pick a goal, pick a number, pick whatever it is, and try to back your way into it as mm -hmm. opposed to just randomly throwing shit against the wall, what sticks, and all that kind of stuff. Being a little more strategic about it. I think is important and that is kind of backing into what numbers are and what strategies will help you get to that number. If I know I have to make $2,700 a day to make a million dollars in a year, what can I do to continuously make $2,700 a day? I guess is just how I look at it. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I love that. I think, um, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, um, you probably have some sort of a, you know, service or product that 
you are selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say that you're not a salesperson, uh, that is, that's not going to work in this field. Um, you have to sell things to make money, period. Uh, whether you're selling yourself, whether you're raising money, whether you're selling an actual product, whether you're selling a service, you have to figure out a way to get good at sales, whether it's you or someone else on your team. Um, that's if you're an entrepreneur, but I also think you can look at it from, uh, hey, maybe you're a, you know, a high-level W-2 employee for, for a, a company, a large company, medium company, whatever it is, and then you can still use that same method uh, to back into to what you need to make. I think the cool part is figuring out a way to control your income mm-hmm. and have control of your income. Um, I think my mind jumps directly to sales when I think of that. Um, because that is one way, if you sell more, you make more, even if you're a W-2 employee. But a lot of times people are clocking in, uh, they're trading their time for money, and that is going to be incredibly, incredibly hard to, to get to that income number that, sh- that you're looking for, especially if it's a million bucks a year. Yeah, and I think part of me is like, if you have a W-2 job, you need a side hustle to get to that million, and multiple streams of income will allow you to make that money yeah. in but the other part of me is like go a little bit deeper in yeah. something like rather than trying to it's it's much easier to make one product that you can make a million dollars on than to make three products that you make $333,000 yeah. on. So I think once you get to a certain point, it's scalable. So picking one thing and focusing on it and becoming the best at the world on it offering the best product or service or, or, or lead up or getting them the most warmed up is huge because that's why we are so successful at faster freedom we have one of the top mentorships in the country especially over the past 12 18 months i know that because i talk to other people in other mentorship spaces and there's a lot of people really struggling right now and we just had our best month maybe ever if not in the past um our second best month ever it's because we we go so deep into giving free value free value free value to millions of people i think we're like had about 14 million people watch our videos in the month of august on Mm -hmm. social media that's just giving away free information, actual tactical information. It's not bragging or flexing in front of a Lamborghini. We're giving away free information, and then the the effects of that are a percentage of people are willing to invest in the mentorship and invest in us or invest in relaunch the, the membership model. Um, so we just do that by reaching the most amount of people by giving away the most free information, and that's like our sweet spot. We didn't. We're not trying to sell 25 different products for. 80 bucks a month. We're just have our one or two products and we just go really deep on those. I think that's been our, one of our secret sauces of the success in the education company. Yeah. There's multiple types of people that will, will never get rich for one way or another. And I, and I've seen all these different types of people, right? There's a, you know, that idea person who has amazing ideas, like they have 15, 20, 50 ideas a week about how they're going to get rich and they never freaking do anything I about it. I know a it. lot of those people. So part of the reason they never do anything about it is because they, they cannot focus their effort and energy and attention on one particular thing or their best idea. Mm-hmm. If they could do that, they would be rich. Um, the other side of it is someone who has very limited ideas um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> doesn't have any idea where to, where to go with that and uh, don't, don't have the capacity to come up with a cool product or something. But uh, um and then it, when they do think of an idea, maybe they don't have the the courage um, to to know and believe in that idea and be able to sell that idea. I like it. So I, I've done a taken similar direction, slightly different. I've done this concept a couple times on social media post walls, 
And one of them I think did really, really well. I don't know whether there's a lighting or how I presented it. And a couple other times I've done it's done okay. But it's um, I can tell within five minutes of meeting somebody if they're successful or For not. Sure, probably less. Yes. Yeah, so, and this is my barometer of that. Um, I, and I, I'm sure I got it from somewhere. I don't think I thought of originally, but I'm sure I tweaked it. But if me and you are hanging out and we're talking about a competitor in our space, yeah, and their success. Let's just, uh, whoever, like, um, Hooper's super successful in our space. Ryan Pineda, right? He's, he's our competition, but we know him, right? And if we're talking about him and you are, like, saying bad things about him and, you know, demeaning him and saying, well, his hair's stupid or this or that, you're, you know, you know, uh, like, serious, not, like, joking. Um, and if you're, like, just, like, jealous, I guess is a way to say it, then um, you're probably not successful. But if you're asking questions like, how did he do that? Like if you're curious and not jealous when you're talking about your competition, I feel like you have a much higher chance of being successful if you have that curious type of personality where how did that person do that? That's cool that they did that, good for them, and you're curious about it. Or if you're jealous about it, then you're probably not going to be successful. And of course there are, um, you know, diff not that's not 100% fact for everybody, but I guess the whole point of that, which I foobarred the shit out of that, I'll try to explain it, was somebody that is curious about their competition, about other people's success, is successful or will be successful more likely than someone who is just jealous about somebody else's success. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It, like more like, a, uh, kind of taking it down to like a, the everyday person that maybe don't have a, a company to have competition with, but, uh, just looking at somebody that who's rich out there and be like, you know, jealous in mm -hmm. a way, like, uh, um, you know, you know, they, how'd they do that? They got so lucky or blah, blah, blah. Like, but I'll never be able to do that or something. Yeah. I get mm. what you're saying there. Yeah. No, I get it. So that, that's just, a uh, the, you were just talking about people. What made me think of it, Lucas, was you were talking about people that, um, you know, will never be six or never be rich, successful, not trying to be harsh on people, but because they just have the ideas and no implementation or those that know how to implement, but don't have the ideas, yeah. just the different qualities that it takes to become rich or and wealthy. to become rich. It starts with, Hey, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can be one of these successful, wealthy people. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you're starting the process in, I'll never be rich. You're right. Mm -hmm. You will never be rich mm -hmm. period. Mm hmm. That's the starting point. Yep. I, I, there was an incredible Steve Harvey. He's got some bangers. I don't I like know if you've seen his stuff. Yeah. On his show, I think he does like some things like off camera or, yeah, off camera, I guess, and just talking to people. I guess it's recorded because I saw it. So it's on camera. But he's like, um, if you say I'm never going to lose weight, you ain't going to lose any mm -hmm. weight. But if you say I'm going to lose weight, strong possibility. Yep. If you say I'm never going to, I'm never going to be rich zero chance you're going to be zero. rich if you say i'm going to be rich strong possibility and he, yeah. he articulates it very well but the same thing is if you say something um that's never going to happen it's never going to fucking happen yeah but if you say something's going to happen there's a chance it will freaking happen Man. especially if you say it over and over again and have the discipline to delay that gratification and have the discipline to not expect immediate results uh, and stick with it because that is the number one thing and we got i got some good ideas for motivational monday at the end of this episode luke so i'm going to get them fired up like my mm. boy kong but like successful people, and I have seen this with social media, and we are going to see this with this podcast, Lucas, it's not being more talented. It's just not giving up. I know so many people that start social media, that start posting, like you started posting more. You continue to do that. Your videos will get thousands and thousands of views here locally, and we will get more house buys because of it. You're just not giving up. I see so many super successful people on social media that have a ton of following. They just take breaks or they don't push through. And I see even more people that get a little bit of a kick and then completely stop because they haven't got views. You just have to get over your ego and vanity and continue to be pushed through, whether it's social media, whether it's your business, whether it's a job, and eventually you'll be successful, just maybe not on your initial time frame. 
Yeah, I think that is the definition of success to me is to never give up. And if you never give up, you'll never fail. Mm -hmm. And that's success. Yeah, and that's it's crazy that it's that simple, but it is so true. So many people just, whether it's ego, vanity, lack of drive, lack of discipline, they just give up too early. They yeah. just give up. They're on their path to success. They just give up before they actually reach their destination. Yeah, I love that, uh, that uh, diagram of that person that's digging for gold. Mm -hmm. And then like gives up like mm -hmm. an inch before it. Mm -hmm. So just just keep going, man. You'll My there. lower back hurts. This couch sucks so bad. Yeah, it's gonna be gone. Jane's picking it up today, this afternoon in his U-Haul, and we're sitting in those next week. Is he moving? Yeah, is today. that why he has a yeah. U-Haul? Okay. That's why he's like, not why here. Does he have a U-Haul? Just to move this. I knew he was moving soon, but I moving guess today. It's today. Perfect yeah. timing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Jane Jeffrey. Jane Jeffrey Jones yeah. at T York. All right, so I think that was about time. Um, didn't check it as already. So uh, as always, but um, so Lucas, before we move on, if you had and you know, I don't know if you're prepared for this question, so don't stress about it. But if you had to um, get rich, quote unquote, if you had to make a million dollars in a yeah. year, what would you go to do that? Starting out with a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. I would spend it all on self education. Okay. Or training or something. Uh, you know, probably not a lot of training programs you get for hundred bucks, but maybe maybe buy a freaking relaunch two months. There you go, relaunch uh, library pass, Audible account, and just focus on self development and building your skills and building your baseline of knowledge. Because in a year, you're not going to be able to get rich. Mm -hmm. Period. You can set the foundation for that following year, and that next year, and that next year, which is when you can get rich quick, right? But that first year. It's not going to happen. So if you if you spend that hundred bucks looking for the thing that is going to get you rich quick, you're going to waste that whole entire year. So yeah. I would just spend it all on education. What about you? Uh, I agree. Um, that's probably hopefully. Hold on. Okay. Um, getting some office remodel work done here. Yes, that's not ideal. I don't know if they'll even be able to hear that. I think they will. Oh, oh, you can't tell with yeah. that. Okay, awesome. All right, so we'll just keep rocking. Um, no, I, I agree. I think, and if you don't believe us, then just believe Alex Hermosi, who everybody believes everything he says for reason. But he says if he made $75,000 a year, he would spend $75,000 a year on education. Mm. He would spend every single dime he made on improving his education and learning from others and shortening his learning curve by following other people's proven path. So yeah, you buy a lot more education for 75 grand yes. than hundred bucks, mm -hmm. but, but even the that point level, was the yeah. same. The yeah. point was the same. Yep. Cool. All right. So Lucas riddle, we got to think of a name riddle T riddle cash. This riddle 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 okay. TL this. We'll, we'll figure that out. Riddle me T walls. There you go. Riddle me tits. Riddle me fish. <laughs> Riddle me. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to stump Lucas. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to pause this and comment your answer or see if anybody else has answered the correct answer. So Lucas, what tastes better than it smells? <laughs> what tastes better than it smells? So is this like an actual answer? Or is it like a tr trick answer? <laughs> I guess you could take this a few places. Um, it's, it's an answer. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean actual answer? Like, is there like a piece of food out there that's here? Or is it like a like a quirky answer it's a it's a turn you on your head answer man I, I don't know this one what what is it your tongue yeah all right <laughs> My, yeah i would say uh yeah my tongue doesn't smell good i don't know how good it tastes either just in my mouth all the time 
like it, it like tastes for you, I guess is what they're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I would assume you chop that thing up, grill it. It's probably better than it than it smells. I Put a little barbecue go. sauce on it. I could go a lot of different ways with this. Yes, I but know. What if it's not your own tongue? There you go. Ashley's tongue tastes better than it smells. <laughs> That's there you go then. Yeah. Exactly. Go. I like it. Yes. All right. I did not know what I, I was like bacon. I was like, man, bacon smells good. Like <laughs> I couldn't figure that one out. All right. What month uh, of the year has twenty eight days in it? Um, there is a particular month that has 28 days in it, um, but this isn't asking exactly 28 days, so it's all of them. Oh, Lucas, hold on. So you you want to stump me? And no, I just don't, I'm just oh. giving the exact opposite uh, yeah. um, noises that you think. All right, okay. Well, we can do more than one at a time. All right, I'm trying to stop it. Hold on. Okay. All right. So what starts with the T? Ends with a T and has a T in it. Um, I was trying to think of like a word. I was thinking like thought, thought. <laughs> um, but it doesn't say what word starts with a T. So I'm going to say the letter T. It's uh, You're close. So you were very much on with that first one. Teapot. Teapot starts with T, ends with T, and it has T in it. T-E-A. Oh, that is So you good. were close. So, but your, your, your thought, your but thought. You should, uh, yeah. Mm, your thought, that, that was good. That was good. That, yeah. yeah, that was actually a thing. And it has T-E-A in it. Ooh, I like that. Uh -huh. I wasn't going to get that one. Yeah, that but no, one. you were close with it. You, got, you thought you were on the right process with the thought yeah. or the thought. Ooh, What's a thought? It, <laughs> we're not going to go there. Oh, right okay. T-H-O-T <laughs> is, believe how you spell it, but uh, not not a T in it. Well, they're, okay, we could go. We're going we're gonna to have to variable, Sam. All right. Okay. So um, that one's actually that works for that. Boing. All right. So um, what is trending? So we're yeah. gonna we just kind of go over Google search trends and try to catch topics that are big in the news. Not necessarily something that is like a specific date, but a recent search in the past couple of weeks. If you're listening to this after it's out, a few weeks or a few months, it still should be um, it still should be relevant to you. I have to cough. I got tickled my throat. Walls, why don't you introduce the first one, American Airlines? Yeah, American Airlines flight, flight attendants voted overwhelmingly a strike ahead of busy travel weekend. Um, I'm assuming they're talking about... Uh, Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day, which is... We're filming this right before Labor Day. Uh, American Airline flight attendants voted overwhelmingly to authorize... Thor geez, authorize a... a strike. Gosh, I can't talk do you, Okay, uh, do you want me to do this? A strike this week. That puts more pressure on the carrier to meet their demands over pay raises and comes ahead of one of the year's busiest holiday travel weekends. What do you think about that, Sam? You think that's funny? No, I laughed at you not being able to read. Yeah, that, that was struggling there. Um, American um, Airlines in general, I haven't flew American in a really long time. What I, about you? I fly them every once in a while yeah. um, with traveling, uh, you know, if I'm feeling bossy. And uh, um, want to do a first cluster. We don't get that in Southwest. So I've flown American and Delta first class a few times. It's really fun to fly first class. It's so much more expensive, but it's worth it sometimes. Um, so what's I, their strike for? Is it uh, uh, pay? Yeah. I, well, or is I, it like work conditions well, or I hours? Think, I think it's. I think this is a, a ripple effect that we're going to see a lot of mm. after the um, UPS. Uh, the UPS. UPS. So um, the average UPS employee is going to make over $100,000 a year for delivering um, packages uh, because their labor force uh, strike or stroke striked? Stricken? Stroken. Stroken. <laughs> they strokened. And um, they got an insane deal where the cost to deliver things are going to go up because, as we know, the cost of things, the cost of housing, the cost of uh 
groceries, the cost of gas, everything has gone up. Well, gas, I guess, fluctuates, but the cost of most things has gone up higher percentage than wages. So wages, you know, need to rebound somehow. So I don't hate it, but it's also a little aggressive looking into that UPS thing. They're, they're making a lot of money, those, those people, and not that they don't deserve it, but it's just going to make it harder for, or it's going to make it more expensive for us to get things delivered. We're going to pay the price of it, not UPS, not manufacturers the the end users us we're going to have to pay the price for all of this so it doesn't really solve the issue so anyways i'm guessing more industries that are um you know unionized saw that and are going to go ahead and try to reach for the moon because i don't think anybody thought that the um i think the average i think it's like 140 or 150 grand the average ups employee is going to make and that's with benefits and things added in and, and you know uh medical and things like that but i, I think it's over 100 like what they actually take home yeah, it'll be a good job. So I think that's what's happening there. Go work for UPS. There you go. But yeah. So um, and so the and the qualification for UPS, no education. What? It's pass a drug test and lift seventy five pounds or more on occasion. Those yeah. are the two qualifications to get that job. And I know you get interviewed, and nothing against that. We need things to get delivered. That's it's a huge part of society, and mm -hmm. we'll be more going forward. So I just good for them, but we'll just see the ripple effects of it. Yeah, and man, that would put a quite the pressure on. Uh, them as a company, American Airlines, I'm talking about now, if, if uh, that strike went through, imagine that just like no flights for the weekend, how many people would be pissed at that? I don't know if they'd ever get out of that. Well, there and the, the overall uh, aviation industry has been struggling and stumbling since COVID oh, yeah. with, um, I mean, I seriously remember people used to complain about missing flights and having delayed flights and canceled flight. I don't think I had a, and I didn't, I had to fly, I don't know, two, four times a year. I think for five years in a row, I don't remember ever having, I think the first late or delayed canceled flight I remember is the one we were in CG in Tampa with Brian. Mm -hmm. We had to sleep over that one night. Before that, I don't remember ever having, and now I've had it happen too. Almost every other flight is delayed. So yeah. it, th that industry is struggling and this is just going to make it worse. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're, they're picking the time when the industry's down. So I guess it's smart if you're on their team to, p to kick a dog when it's down. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and then the other one is some false advertising going mm. on. So there's a new lawsuit just recently released um, about Burger King, the Whoppers. Are they really as big as they say they are? <laughs> A plaintiff claims that Burger King advertisements exaggerated the size of the Whopper burgers by around 35% in pictures. The lawsuit states that while um, the size increase in ads, the recipe, while the size increased in ads, the recipe remains unchanged. Attempts to mediate um, and dismiss have been failed. The judge ruled that the lawsuit can proceed. Burger King argued it wasn't obligated to sell the exact replicas, but the judge disagreed. Plaintiffs seek the truth in advertising um, rather than monetary compensation. Oh, okay. So that's the plaintiff seeking the truth in advertising. They're not even looking for monetary. Well, maybe it'll go to a civil case or something. But yeah. um, um, similar cases, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. So I feel yeah. like everybody goes at these fast food restaurants. Remember that lady that got burnt by McDonald's coffee? And like, I guess it was yeah. kind of bad, but she won like millions of dollars yeah. because coffee was hot. And, and, and bro, all these commercials, everything on the menu, they all look different. Well, they're not real food. I've seen behind right. the scenes. It's like glue that they use as mean. It, it, it's not real food. Yeah, they look way different than what you're going to get. Get the frick over it, man. Yeah, it's, My goodness. You're stopping at fucking Burger King, okay? Yeah. So like, no offense to that, but don't be expecting. Yeah, uh, and I've uh, had a few Whoppers in my day, and uh, they are a lot shorter, a lot more compressed than they look like. Um, so a lot more bread. I would say, and not stacked up as high. And more pretty. Carbs, not as but a lot protein. of times, they, I mean, all the times, even if you eat, I haven't ate inside a fast food place in a really long time, but even if you do that, they they wrap it up in that freaking uh, 
paper and probably smashes it down too. So, bro, get over it. Agreed. Agreed. Good job, Lucas. He must have a lot of time on his hands. I think about that. Like, I want the truth. Yeah, I want the truth. It's 35. It's not even like, oh, that's twice as big. It's 35% bigger. Yeah, like, not 33%. 35. Get over yourself, bro. Go find a hobby. Might be a chick, My Lucas. Goodness. Stop being sexist. Might be a girl. Well, women are smarter than men, so it sounds like something a man would do. That a lot of them are. That is accurate. <laughs> all right. So motivation Monday. We're gonna we're gonna get y'all motivated if you're listening to this when this comes out on a Monday. But Lucas, can I can I can I change the rules a little bit? Yeah. You can still listen to this on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. So even if it's not Monday, still take this as motivation. Do it. Is that okay? Yeah, are you are you gonna preach to us today, Prem? I think we both are a little bit, but um I wanna talk about um lazy people i'm gonna throw my throw my kong voice on here so he did a post that made me think of it so king kong kong wholesale millions got like freaking five million followers on social media so you probably heard of him if you're in this space at all but he did a picture the other day of his toilet when he was growing up his toilet and what it was it was uh two two by fours on a branch with um like a uh like a like a cardboard wall and you pooped and peed into a river crazy so that's where he came from half of is the, he lazy yeah yeah well is that nowadays he lazy well no that yeah he is not lazy right. so that is my point of that's where he came from look where he went there's people there's i think there's like almost three billion people in the world that don't have access to the internet and like all of these people he gets on these people all the time that hey i you know don't have a good job or i i don't have the opportunities but you live in the u.s most people listening to this you have every opportunity to go make it and make it big it might not be super easy for you but it can be done there's people every single person listening to this podcast there's someone that's 10 times richer than you'll ever be that grew up way worse than you grew up even if you had the worst, the, the ever, listen to this podcast, you had the worst upbringing out of anybody listening to this podcast. There's somebody that had it way worse than you that's way wealthier than you ever be. So get off your fucking ass yeah. and go figure it out. Go work hard. Go hustle. Get another job. Go work for UPS. Whatever it is, figure it out. You should not. There's no woe is me growing up in the United States. I know the country's not perfect. I know welfare and you know people sucking off of the jobs and that whole freaking song that your boy came out with, um, Anthony uh, Oliver, Anthony, Oliver Anthony. Yeah. Um, but it's just figure it out. It's not that bad. You you go live in another country, grow up like Kong did, and see how it real poverty is. Yeah, I think uh, the people that grow up maybe with like a tougher upbringing or maybe not to the extent that Kong did because that's that's wild but um, if they can get through that and get over that and change their thinking they're almost like a step ahead mm -hmm. I think mindset wise yeah they've come through so much like the rest of the shit is easy to them mm -hmm. so um, you know it's always a balance with like raising children right mm -hmm. and uh, you'll want to get giving them everything um, that we that we are allowed to give them, not allowed, uh, that we're able to give them right now, but also raising not entitled children, right? And having them fail and work for stuff too. So uh, I am still learning what that balance is with raising my children. Um, I'm, you probably are as well. But um, yeah, man, uh, that's deep, Prim. Good that, work. That's what she said. Yeah. Hopefully she says yeah, that. Yeah, you should do the clap. Oh. That's what she said. Let's <laughs> do the clap. I know. We're struggling. We're struggling. Um, so anyways. Quick, can I throw another segment in there? Do it. We got, we got a minute. Do it. D this segment is called Guess My Amazon Order. But okay. I just got notification that it's getting delivered. Go. Guess your Amazon order. I'm going to guess something for your pool. 
That's a great guess. It is not. It is something for this weekend. My son was oh, in first grade talking about the one chip challenge, the hot challenge. Um, so we're naming all these like hot chips. And uh, I was like, have you ever had red hot ripplets? That's a St. Louis thing, right? And he's like, no, what a red hot ripplet. So I ordered a bag of, ten, uh, I ordered a box of 10 bags of, of red hot ripplets. His mouth's going to be burning. They're hot, but they're so good. Yeah, they have a good flavor to them. Yeah. Some hot things just make you feel like you're eating hot cat piss. Yes. And some things have a little flavor to yep, them. Yep, for sure. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. We would appreciate that. We didn't talk about nipples. Um, we we not used, this episode. Not this episode. That was last episode. So some episodes we are very uh, appropriate. Some we are not. We behaved ourselves this episode. Congrats, Sam. Thank you. Be proud of we, yourself. Did we talk about uh, penises in this episode? Like the middle of the penis or was that last episode? Last episode. Okay. Last episode was a banger. Cross section. See you on the next one. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message, and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.